the Free for All Roundtable. Brought to you by Lexus Avon, Canada's newest Lexus dealer, near Canada's Wonderland in the Maple Auto Mall. Luxury is closer than you think. Round one. On the panel this morning, live in studio, what a delight to see Toronto City Councillor and Budget Chief Shelley Carroll, Robert Turner, also a delight to see. Yeah, I was going to say, now you have to say that. Yeah. Oh, no, I know, I know, I have to. <laughs> yeah. uh, now that you're in a supervisory position. Amanda Galbraith, uh, operating remotely, principal at Navigator, host of Free For All Fridays. Uh, nice to have all of you on the crew today. And let's start with Bonnie Crombie. I mean, the more important story is that she's going to take a leave of absence as the mayor of Mississauga, which is quite the transition in order to run for the leadership of the provincial liberals. But also, I mean, yesterday morning she was on our show and I asked her point blank if she had a timeline for when she would have to absent herself as the mayor of Mississauga. And she lied. So as I said, I've given this a lot of consideration and I will stay on in my position as mayor, which you know, you and I both know I love. I love the people of Mississauga. Okay. Oh, oh. So, <laughs> she just texted me. I really don't know what, <laughs> what she's texting me about, though, because her text says, which restaurant? I, wow. <laughs> wow, you're really on the pulse. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Robert, I mean, this was inevitable, I think, that she would have to step aside. When does the quitting happen? Because I get the argument that, hey, I can be mayor and also run for liberal leader. Okay. I don't know that I buy it, but you can at least make that argument. But now you're admitting you can't be mayor and run for liberal leader, so you're not wrong. And Rachel, you don't get to take a break. Quit. <laughs> okay, the restaurant text is because apparently she's just consuming uh, a text I sent her like three months ago about seeing her outside of a restaurant while I was having lunch with John Tory. But anyway, um, Shelley Carroll. Well, I think uh, I think you get into your campaign. I don't know what happened in the 24-hour period, but I know that you get to a certain point if you're running for another office where you realize that you can't really responsibly do both jobs and do them well. And so you really, at the very least, you have to take a leave of absence. And there's a lot of debate over should you have to quit or should, can you take a leave of absence? Um, and, and apparently uh, right now all are, are legal and, and possible. But... At the, at the very minimum, you, you've got to walk out the door and dedicate yourself to one thing. And November 25th is not that far away. Time flies. Yeah, because I think, what, the uh, leadership will be decided on the 2nd of December? And she's well, it'll be announced away. then, but you've you got to have all your yeah. votes pulled by November 25th. So that's not far away. She's going to walk away on the 7th of October. Your thoughts, Amanda? I mean, I have kind of a, a rule with politicians that I work with or anybody. You don't want to make news until you make, like, don't make news until you want to make news, right? So I remember when um, we were going to raise, we first worked the mayor, Tory. We were going to raise TTC fares by 10 cents and make kids ride free. And we were asked the day before, are you going to raise TTC fares? And he had a rule, like, oh, I don't lie. So he had to, like, obfuscate. But I'm like, absolutely not. Are you to confirm that just because somebody asked you the question? So my guess is they had a plan to do this. They had a plan to probably roll it out, which includes notifying other councillors and stakeholders and all that kind of stuff. So for her to probably answer you directly, which would have been nice for you, um, and probably, you know, the more honest decision, uh, would have probably screwed over a whole bunch of other people. So my guess is that's why they did. What you can do in the back end from a strategy perspective is go back and say, hey, I couldn't answer at that time, but you can break the news. So yeah. I think like that's a way to, way to like make you whole while also like... Like making sure that all the folks that she's got to let know, like family, friends, 
donors um, still get the news at the right time. Yeah, and I don't want to turn this into a process story. I just, I might have appreciated yesterday if she said, you know, I have an announcement coming soon, because I'm sure at the time we were talking, she already knew that she was about to make this announcement. But the more significant aspect is definitely that now Mississauga probably has to have an, in, well, it is going to have to have an interim mayor, and then it's going to have to find a process by which it uh, elects a new one. Let's keep moving. Uh, here in Toronto, and Shelley Carroll is start with you on this one. Uh, apparently, they're going to start data mining 311 to figure out what ain't working in this town. I'm surprised we weren't doing this already. Well, it, it, it is high time. I was talking to the producers about this earlier. Um, we fundamentally changed 311 at a point. It came in to reduce staff members in departments and, and put everybody in a core technology. And that person who picked up the phone was responsible for making you happy before they closed a ticket. And lots of people listening right now will tell you, well, that's not the way it works now. And so now they have to make um, you miserable. <laughs> you know, I had a conversation about this with uh, uh, Stephen Holliday once who the mayor has appointed to, to lead a, a task force to look at this. And, and I said, let me tell you how it worked before you got here. And it has morphed over time to something that we think is probably costing us more staff. And we've got to look under every rock right now. So they're going to start this review at 311. And at the same time, budget process, we're going to begin a deep dive review of key divisions in each cluster because 2024 needs savings. And so these things all have to be looked at. And Stephen's hope is that not all of it means service cuts. Some of it could mean service improvement. Okay. And Amanda, we don't have to dwell on the topic forever because it's not that revelatory. But, I mean, it is an interesting idea that we could use 311 as, you know, it's kind of like the way we measure wastewater for COVID. I mean, you know, we can find out where the problems are. I mean, I'm with you. We don't already do this. Like, I don't yeah. understand. People call in and are like, we've got a lot of dead animals in this area. Like, I don't know. Like, like anyway, but sure. Um, <laughs> I do think, uh, I will say kudos to Mayor Chow, though, for appointing Stephen Holiday to do this. I mean, anyone who knows Councillor Holiday would know, I mean, this is right up his alley. Service, customer service, service to constituents, um, you know, finding like he's, the financial he's details a like he's a auditor general <laughs> yeah he's the perfect he's literally like when i read this i was like this is the he's the perfect man for this also person i should say and further he's not and he would not be an ally of the mayor so this is another example where you kind of reach across the aisle and find somebody who's like an unlikely ally on a good task so i actually look forward to what he's going to come forward with because i think it will be actually quite useful uh, robert turner we were going back and forth about this during the show yesterday but it didn't end up on the air but it's a video of the opp basically beating a deer to death with an axe. I don't know that anybody disputes that the deer who was uh, grievously injured needed to be put down, but one has to wonder why beat it with an axe? Well, and the OPP says they're investigating and that that's not how the officers are trained to do that. So that sounds like it'd be a pretty short investigation Yeah, uh, where these two yahoos are called into the office and why did you do this? You know, what what reason could you not do the other thing that you're trained to do, which I am, I imagine would involve waiting for someone else to get there to deal with it or just shooting it but i don't know i'm not but you know grabbing an axe and taking a swing for the fences doesn't seem like the best way to handle it yeah amanda galbraith i you know i don't envy an opp officer who has to put an animal down but i have to wonder you know is it really just paperwork that inhibited you from taking your sidearm out yeah i i i hope not um but i think all 
systems seem to point to that, which is awful. Uh, I actually, candidly, I couldn't, I, I didn't even open the article. No. So I'm like, I can't imagine watching this video. Like I would, I would be devastated. So I just, I can't deal with animal cruelty. So I, this is awful. And, you know, to save an hour's worth of paperwork, you put an animal through that kind of distress. Like what kind of human being are you? I don't want these people being cops. I'll be honest with you. Cause that's a total lack of empathy. Like that actually scares me. Yeah. And, and I will freely confess. I have not watched the video. I don't want to watch the video. Shelly Carroll. Yeah. I haven't watched it either. Cause I, I, it, I would be afraid that I could never unsee it. Yeah. And it, it, you know, this is one of those, of those cases. Uh, you don't want uh, police to be paralyzed by the fact that everybody has the ability to videotape everything you do. But, but at the same time, be cognizant of that. Um, were they performing for the person making this video at that point? Uh, you, you got to wait and follow procedure. Uh, people are always watching and, and performance evaluating our officers. That's tough, but it's real. Okay. Let me start with Amanda on this issue because you do corporate branding from time to time. WestJet is actually investigating what happened and how Pierre Polyev ended up on the PA system. I would be annoyed if anybody got in the PA system on my plane, but I think this is a highly partisan objection and, you know, it just, it's being overblown. Amanda, is Amanda there? Did we lose her? Did we lose Amanda? Okay. Robert Turner. I just oh I'm, I'm back sorry oh, here she is Amanda okay. back sorry, to you I don't know why that cut out that's my, uh, anyway I was like this is this is stupid like this is very stupid um this is and there are smart people that work at WestJet that I know so I don't yeah. know if they're on vacation um but this is them caving to like the Twitterati lefty whatever this is Jan Arden Jan Arden yeah. how significant <laughs> is she anymore I don't even know I bet you anyone under forty has no idea who she is um and I just think like there are the Prime Minister's done this Omar Gabra's done this it was a special it was basically a plane full of support like, who cares like yeah also candidly from a gr perspective this guy's gonna be the prime minister so you're just like pissing off the future prime minister like they're not gonna forget this um so i think it's actually like a really dumb move that uh is gonna hurt them way more in the long run than it should and i don't think most people care Although yeah, he's not going to fly commercial once he's prime minister. But anyway, Shelley. It was. Apparently, I read through all the comments on Twitter because some of them were really entertaining. <laughs> but uh, th- those that were, were not fans of Pierre were really funny. But what it laced within those comments was the explanation. This, this plane was an extra flight put on because they had overbooked. And they ended up with a bunch of delegates from Alberta who were stranded and needed to get home. So he was, he was preaching to almost like a charter flight. And so I don't know why they feel they have to bow to whoever did object on Twitter. The explanation is right there on Twitter. Well, my favorite part is the people who are complaining the loudest are the ones who complain about polarization in politics. Uh, Guys, find a mirror. Uh, Because this is nothing. This is a politician speaking to a plain load of people that didn't have a problem with it. And if they had had a problem with it and they complained, maybe there's a story. But, I mean, you've seen all kinds of YouTube videos of somebody's having a bachelor party and somebody addresses the plan. Which, again, is annoying. But when did we lose the ability to just be annoyed and go, ah, that was annoying, and move on? (laughs) Um, Shelley, I want to take advantage of your being here. The province apparently is going to eliminate double fares on GO and TTC. And that's welcome. And apparently it's going to save some people like $1,500 a year. But I don't know why we don't have zoned fares to begin with. So it seems counterintuitive. Hallelujah. I I would love to have fare by distance. Um, that's, That's how you solve these things. And... 
and people say you can't do that because the the lowest wage worker might live in in Brampton and need to get all the way downtown and and that's true but you know we we now have things called the low income fair pass things things that can address that that we've been uh, installing for years uh, but fair by distance allows people to make really good choices and allows people to reduce the fare so that locally you can have something really affordable and the zones can be huge Vancouver does it this way and uh, they have a, a much stronger per capita ridership than we have at the moment because people make those kind of choices but this one is this one already existed we know this one works but the thing that people have to remember uh, they they canceled a pilot that had been started by the previous government and we've now waited three long years for them to put this in but you have to make the local transit system whole because we're losing that revenue but we're providing the ride this could be the magic carpet by which they begin to fund transit operating because you can you can adjust however much you want to give us in that that integration of fare transfer every year and we could solve a big budget problem for the city of toronto which is transit operations day to day thank you all good to have you robert turner amanda galbraith and shelly carroll Catch the round table, round one at 745, round two at 845. Weekday mornings on more in the morning. News Talk 1010 Toronto.